we will talk about the last two games that we played um, since the last time we spoke, and that was wins against uh, the Detroit Pistons and also the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I went to Twitter last week uh, before the game. I want to say it might have been Sunday, Saturday, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I asked people, is Trey Young the most hated Grizzlies opponent? And I got a lot of people like saying, why the hell do you hate Trey Young? I got a lot of that. After, after I explained thoroughly why I hated Trey Young, um, I felt kind of bad, man. I, 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 I heard people saying things like, Trey Young has nothing to do with us. We don't play him enough. Why do you hate him? How do you hate him? I don't know. I guess I just have a different. I guess I just have a different viewpoint of Trey Young than other people. But I did feel good to see that Atlanta team lose, to see them, uh, see that that whole thing kind of fall apart. That Griffin kid's the real deal, though. I think he's going to be good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good win by the Grizzlies against Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta was super shorthanded as well. We were also, so you know, nobody nobody feels sorry for Atlanta. Picked up that win, uh, beat up on Detroit pretty bad. And they're just looking good. Uh, like you said, man, six straight wins. You got Milwaukee coming up next. How do you feel, you know, just this stretch? You know, you got some tough games coming up before the holidays, but how do you feel about going into this this stretch by you know, going into the of course the uh the biggest deal so far on the on the calendar, the game against Golden State Warriors uh on Christmas Day? Uh, I feel good saying and it's it really starts on the defensive end more than anything else. And and I know we'll get to Jaron in terms of the level he's playing at and whether this could be, you know, a first all star appearance for him later in the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he's been the anchor of since his return last month. This team hadn't just, you know, it's it's not a deal where you've climbed up the rank. This team's catapulted up. They're, they're six now. Mm-hmm. Seems like every mm-hmm. time we come on. You know, they picked up four, five, ten spots mm-hmm. in the defensive rankings. You're number six. Remember, that's where you finished last year. As the right. sixth best defensive team in the NBA, that's where you're at right now, and it feels like they're going to go up. That Atlanta game you mentioned, yeah, they're shorthanded, but you hold them 36% shooting with three of your starters out. Mm-hmm. So, so, again, it's it's what they're doing defensively. Jaron, obviously, big part of that with the eight blocks. It just – saying he is changing so much in terms of what teams are trying to do offensively. You add that to Dylan Brooks and what he can do, you know, on the perimeter from a defensive standpoint. Memphis is a juggernaut right now defensively. It's 103 they allowed uh, in, in both of those wins since we since we last talked. I remember, you know, early this season when they were dead last in defense, you they were giving up over 120 a game. So they, they've right. settled into being saying what feels like an elite defensive team. And I'll be honest with you, man, you got to because you look over. And New Orleans is third in the NBA in defense. I think they're fifth in offense. But if you're going to match them and keep pace and, you know, really keep this number one seed uh, a, a realistic goal, uh, you're going to have to keep playing defense the way you are, man, because uh, because New Orleans is getting it done on both ends. And obviously it won't just be them that you're concerned about. But saying it's hard not to be uh, excited, mine, again, starts with everything Jaron is doing and what that team's doing defensively. Uh, right. I, I think they continue to go up. I think by the time they're done, we're looking at a top three team defensively uh, in the league, man. Yeah, man, for sure. And something else I joked about a few weeks ago was the whole thing with, um, like, the whole, like, are we better without Ja or just how good this team is without John Moran, those type of things. I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't want, I can't put a finger on what it is, but they're just not that same team. And I think it comes down to guys like Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones had an incredible game uh, last night against Atlanta, looking like his own self. The floater was falling. The, the 
the uh, the dimes were, were landing, the, the turnovers were low. You know what I mean? He was knocking down threes. He was looking like you know the Tyus Jones that we saw last year and the Tyus Jones that we felt the need to give that two year deal to. You know what I mean? So uh, shout out to Tyus Jones, man. Uh, he started out the season very slow. But these last few games, it seems like he's kind of rounding back into form. And I think it's in perfect timing, man, uh, to see him, you know, coming back around for sure. Grizz had a stat after last, after the uh, the win over Atlanta. You mentioned the 22 and 11 he had in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at, in five starts this season, it's tw- it's 21 points per game and 8.4 assists. So, so when – and again, even, even when he's yeah. been off, coming off the bench, he did that in the Detroit game. You got an efficient 10, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So, so again, y- y'all are you're right, and we talked about this last show. Slow start for Ties, but that's in the rearview mirror for, at this mm-hmm. point for what he's giving you now, both as a bench guy, but also as a starter mm-hmm. when Jaws been down. He's been he's been worth every penny. And saying here's the deal: at the same time, right, that you're that, that you're seeing Tyus now, you know, becoming an integral part again. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny Chandler gets out there, gets a few yeah. minutes, right, and and <laughs> and shows you. He's got the athleticism. We knew that about him going. He's got the NBA athleticism. But but what I see saying is it feels like, and I know it's early, but in two years, you'll be ready to move on yeah. from, from Tyus. Yep. And you'll be ready to hand over those backup point guard duties to, to Kennedy Chandler. And especially having gotten him an early taste like you've yep. been able to, to you've been able to do. I I thought he's saying for the time that he's gotten, I thought he's shown very well. Yep. I mean, Kenny Chandler, like you said last night, uh, almost messed around and got a triple double. Dang uh, near. 8.6 rebounds, seven assists. He played uh, 26. No, I'm sorry. That's not correct at all. He played uh, 22 minutes. You figure if he would play more minutes, man, he might have had his first career triple double. You know what I mean? A, a rookie. Uh, like you said, he's highly athletic. Uh, I made a joke yesterday on Twitter that um, that he he looks like if you if you got a little bit of job, a little bit of tires and put them together. You know, you get this. You would get Kennedy Chandler, and um, like I said, he's he's really been turning it on, man. Like, and the fact that the Grizzlies can get these rookies, these young guys, yeah, he was just throw them into the fire. Yeah, and throw them into the fire. He hasn't played much in in, in the G League. The fact you can get a guy like that who's who's producing the way he is, um, you know, kudos to kudos to to Kennedy, of course. Kudos to the developmental staff uh, with the with the Grizzlies as well. Like you said, it was just a great effort by. Your point guards with John Morant, one of the better point guards in the league, unavailable yesterday. Um, do you think there's anything to that hamstring thing, or was that kind of like, you know, it's a, it was enough to justify sitting him to rest him? But do you think there's something ongoing, or or what do you? Do you how do you? It, it's so hard you, to tell with with mm-hmm. with the Grizzlies what's serious and what's not. You remember with 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 Bain, you know that they were dancing after that Minnesota win. Ends up he's got turf toe, right, right out. Then you think he's close to coming back, find out it's going to be three to four more. You know, you, you just never mm-hmm. know is my point with the Grizzlies. I, I'm right now saying I'm chalking it up to, you know, just looking at Jaws' body language, that just I don't I don't get the sense that he's overly concerned about it. I just – I expect to see a, a fresh, a relatively fresh Jaws yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah, two games off, yeah. If he's not saying, then, then, then we need to revisit this, your question. That's yeah. a, if, if he's not out there against Milwaukee, because that's yeah. one again, NBA TV. Uh, uh, what are we talking about? Second best team in the East. You figure Jaws going to want to be there, make a statement uh, uh, in a game like that. So I expect him to be there and healthy, hopefully. Uh, the rest of the games this particular week, 
Uh, you, you'll hear from us again before the week is over, but the games this particular week are, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday and uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder on Saturday. It seems like we played the Thunder. Done it. Uh, it's, just like it's just about three three times in, yeah, this three will be times the, in a month. The third, third time, time and, and they've shut down Shea mm-hmm. Gildas for the most part in both of them, 10 or 32 right. in the mm-hmm. two games. Uh, so I, I, if you can get if you can mess around and get that Milwaukee game, a team that we played very well over the years, we we've played the Bucks very well over the years. I don't know what the matchup problem is uh, with them when it comes to us, but we've we've had some good games against Milwaukee. Remember that was a game that Jaron had like nine, eight or nine threes, mm-hmm. and it, it took Giannis just going crazy in the fourth quarter to put us away. But uh, I remember that game, you know, Jaws rookie year. Um, if, if you can if you can mess around and beat beat the Bucks. And then you assume you can go to Oklahoma City and get that win. You'll be looking at eight straight wins before you get, a, you know, a nice little, pretty difficult uh, run the next week with Denver, Phoenix, the Warriors, and then uh, Phoenix again. Um, then of course you get uh, you get Toronto, and then of course the big game against the Pelicans uh, on New Year's Eve. Um, just starting with the Bucks. The Bucks, a team that was NBA champions a couple of years ago, um, Giannis is always a monster to deal with, a matchup problem for everyone. But like I said, we've we've matched up well against Milwaukee, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Giannis, the Giannis versus Jaron matchup uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I think this would be a really good game for Jaron to cut his teeth against one of the better players in the league. Uh, then you've got um, guys like Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, just you know the just those. Perfect guys that are just winners who you who you know can come to a team and uh you surround them around a guy like Giannis and it makes that championship level team. Just a lot of uh, just you know nice themes for the game. Uh Coach Jenkins, of course, was on that staff. Yep. You've got uh what's the kid's name that we drafted? Uh treadmill mentality. Uh can't think of his name. The, the point guard for um for the books that came through here. His mom's CJ Johnson. You're not talking about uh you're not talking about Grayson. You said the point guard. Yeah, that we drafted before Grayson. I forgot Grayson. Oh, 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 uh Carter. Yeah, yeah, Javon Carter. You got Javon, him. West, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, you got him there. It's a lot of nice little things in that game. But uh I'm gonna step out and say this, man. Like a lot of people might be worried about that game. I think we can beat the Bucks, man. Like I said, we last time we played the Bucks, we ran them. And they I think everybody was out there except for uh Except for Middleton, if I'm not mistaken, and like or, or Holiday, it was only like one guy, that one of their big three wasn't playing, but we ran those guys last year, man. And I, I think I they're. I mean, I, I, the what what's Middleton's status for this one? Is he? Mm, I haven't looked into it. I haven't okay. looked into it. Um, Bucks are number one in the league in, in defense, mm-hmm. but to your point about them not being uh, just some unbeatable juggernaut, I think they're 18th, 19th in offense. So there's still some things, especially as they've been trying to. You know, with with Middleton in and out, um, there's some things defensively that, that you know I think Memphis can control with this with this Bucks team. This is it, remember too that the Grizzlies are what 12 and two at home, mm-hmm. trying to finish off this season long five game homestand with this win over the Bucks. Me- Memphis, for whatever reason, ten and three against the East this year. I think it's it's eight and six against Western Conference opponents. So for whatever mm-hmm. reason, again. Um, they've had a lot of success against the East and uh, this season, and and again, a ton of success, tied for the most home wins in the league at twelve and two. So you put those two things together, hopefully a healthy jaw. I mean, I, I don't think you're looking at a deal where the Bucks are going to run off on Memphis on their home floor. 
they're at the least uh, the Grizzlies are going to be in this game, and like you like you say, hopefully with a with a chance to win. I just with with the way Jaron's playing so well defensively right now, I think you got a chance. You can you know blitz these guys mm-hmm. and. You know, hit them in the mouth first and and, and yeah, go make man. a statement. Especially like you said at home. Mm-hmm. No question. And and a lot of what you know, let, let's be real, a lot of what you beat at what you beat at home of late, you know, OKC Detroit is slaw. Um, do it against one of the best teams in the NBA. And and again, it's an opportunity to make a statement before you go on a, a very important road trip that you that you mentioned is gonna include some big ones at Phoenix and well, Golden State. And um we talked last week and you Threw out to me, is there anything that, I, that I'm concerned about? Actually, we talked about this on the Jason and John show uh, that you can hear Monday through Fridays, 11 to uh, 2 p.m., 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on 92.9 ESPN. Uh, last Friday when I was on the show with you guys, um, you asked there anything about, I'm concerned about. And I just, well, okay, I guess I'm concerned. I guess I could be concerned about uh, Kenny Lofton or whatever. But there's something now that I'm kind of, concerned about still mildly concerned no no major deal but there is something that i'm just kind of in the back of my head that i'm kind of concerned about now this isn't a how they're how they're managing something but it's just something on the court i'm a little worried about and that's zaire williams um i want to say he's played at least three games since he's came back um just hasn't looked comfortable man like i don't know if it's he he almost looks like he's starting all over again. He yeah he, he some of the bad habits he had as a rookie. It seems like he's kind of still there with those things. Um, I want to say it may be a, a mix of just getting in the game shape, you know. And I think Jaron might have spoiled us because Jaron came back ready. You know, Dylan had a bad game, then he came back ready. Yep. And you know, so I think we're we're kind of expecting to see Zaire be kind of plug and play, but we haven't seen that so far. Um. Still got the athleticism, still got the effort on defense, but it just seems like maybe a, co- a combination of lack of confidence, maybe not you know being 100% with that knee or still getting in, into uh, game shape, but he's just not – it just ain't clicking with him so far. He He's really looked pretty bad to me uh, since he's came back. But like I said, it's a minor level of concern, but if, if I was to you know kind of point fingers at anything, I'd say I'm, I am a little concerned with how Zaire's looked so far. I I just know he's struggling with that shot. He hadn't hit a three yet. I'm looking at it. he's 0 of 10 from three. He's four of 19 overall. And when that shot's not dropping, it's easy for especially for young players, you know, to get discouraged, to 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 kind of get out of, of of what they do normally, trying to press, right? Trying to get some of those shots to drop. So my hope, saying I I I'm with you. I'd hoped that it, it would come around a little quicker. I think his first game he's had six rebounds and it's gone down since whereas you hope he was sort of ramping it up um I, i'm just hoping that you know the shots are going to start to eventually start to fall I, I i keep going back to what we saw in summer league and for the most part i know he didn't shoot the ball overly well but for the most part we said okay here's a guy that we said can make a jump you know is it going to be desmond Bainish? maybe not but we saw the signs there and the grizzlies certainly you know, empowered him to do that. Um, I, I, I'm probably with you that maybe I'm a little hesitant to go. Hey, yeah, he can still make that jump this season. But I, I'm a mm. let me let let's wait and see if a couple of the shots drop, get his confidence up. Uh, nobody knows better how to get folks involved than John Morant, who knows the kid's struggling. Probably will look to get him more involved. Mm-hmm. And, 
again, let, let's let's give him a few more games. I think you made the best point. Not everybody's going to be Jaron coming back as ready to play as Jaron was. This one's going to take some more time, and you've certainly, you know, Zaire's got so so fewer games played. Just going to give a look. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to giving him more time uh, uh, to get to get comfortable yeah. and get ready. Yeah, we talked about how uh, Jaron really shocked me when it came down to how ready he was. No doubt, you know, from from the bat. He came out that 0 of 7 game from three. And I was about to lose my mind. Like, man, I can't deal with another year of same old Jaron. And the very next game, Jaron exploded. And he's been exploding ever since then. Um, averaging around 3.6 shot blocks per game. Um, averaging around, I think, 18, 19 points per game. Finding different ways to score. Finding easier ways to score, which is something we've been asking for from Jaron. Something I've been asking for from Jaron. Just get him more involved in the flow of the game, and and, and you can't be at the point where Jaron's game is well. He's making threes. He had a good game. He's missing threes. He had a bad game. And exactly. he's found he's found different ways to score, which has been extremely exciting. 